In this episode of The Cole Memo, I sit back down with Kiki Lover. The last time I spoke with Kiki, before we got on air, she told me that her employer told her that she wasn't allowed to say anything bad on my podcast. There's more to come on that. I've since spoken to her employer, but in this episode, she is returning for what I'm calling a tell-all. She left her former employer, and from what I understand, she's talking about everything that they don't want her to talk about, uh, including the culture and so much more. So folks, I think you're going to find a lot of value in this episode. Before I send you into this episode, I just want to let you know that you're listening to The Cole Memo, and I am your host, Cole Preston. Every episode of The Cole Memo is released in audio, video, and transcript format. To find the transcript, audio, or video version of any episode, please refer to the description of the episode that you're listening to now. Within that description, you can find a link that will take you to our website, which will display the transcript for this episode and the platforms where you can find this episode in audio or video formats. If you're unable to locate the episode description on whichever platform you're listening from, simply note the episode number and visit my website, thecolememo.com. From there, you can find the corresponding episode, and then you'll be able to access the audio, video, or transcript version of that episode. You might also find any links that we reference during the episode so that you might be able to do your own research. If you're not listening to this episode of The Cole Memo on Patreon, then you're listening to this episode later than our patrons. To become a patron, go to thecolememo.com slash Patreon. Once again, that's thecolememo.com slash P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It's a great way to support our show. But one of the best ways to support our show is absolutely free. Subscribe to or follow our show. Leave us a positive review from wherever you're listening to us from. Favorite this episode. Give it a thumbs up. Leave a comment or post a review. Your engagement and support is appreciated. And folks, as I said a bit ago, I know you're going to enjoy this episode of The Cole Memo. I just want to say if you missed kiki's first episode just because i said she wasn't able to say anything quote bad on the episode i still think it was a phenomenal episode and i must say every other episode in this series delivers its own perspective its own unique perspective and so i recommend you check out each one of them if you're able to at the slash sex once again that's the slash sex to stream all episodes that have been released to date. Today is December 25th, 2023, and the interview that is featured in today's episode was released on July 20th, it looks like. I believe that's July 20th, 2023. Let me just double check that really quickly. Yeah, it looks like July 20th, 2023. So, folks, keep that in mind and enjoy this episode of The Cole Memo. Kiki, thank you so much for sitting back down with me today. Um, Hi. Yeah, remind folks who you are. My name is Kiki Lover. I'm a legal sex worker in Nevada. 
Um, I'm in my 20s. I love having fun and meeting people and I love chatting. So thank you so much, Cole, for having me on your podcast today. Yeah, thanks for coming back. Um, I really enjoyed the last time we spoke and uh, it's so cool having gotten to know a lot of different people in this world. uh, Some of the people that know you, I was mentioning Tori Lisa. She's been on the show a few times and said that she knows you and stuff. Um, Yeah, we worked together for a minute there. Yeah. Well, hey, um, before we get into everything that we wanted to talk about, I thought it would be cool to um, let you plug um, your website and and anything else you might want to just tell us about. I saw some exciting articles uh, mm. you've done recently, but um, um, yeah, thank you. I am very popular on social media. I'm trying to get like more viral. <laughs> I got into TikTok. Um, I have my website, which is kikiloverkink.net, my Twitter, kikiloverkink. Um, there it is. You like the pink? Pink is my favorite color, all shades of pink. Don't I, don't I look so innocent in that picture? Zoom it in, like my profile picture. <laughs> oh, look how cute she looks. <laughs> so innocent looking. But little do you know, I'm super spicy. Um. Bella's Hacienda's brothel tour with Kiki Lover. I uh, work at Bella's now, so I did a tour of the VIP room in there. It's actually pretty exciting. Like, it's a nice room. It looks like kind of, um, you know, old school saloons, saloons or whatever you call them. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the vibe that this house has. You're going to love it when you come over. Um what else like you can just google me everywhere i'm like kiki lover or kiki lover kink because i'm very kinky and i love providing kink sessions that's awesome that's awesome i was about to um share with people a peek at that video i was just trying to find the part where you you went into the um, master bedroom it does look like an interesting place folks just go on the twitter account uh kiki lover at kiki lover kink on twitter if you'd like to see the tour of bella's hacienda brothel that's cool that you were able to do that and that's one of the things you said right off the bat that you really liked about your new location that they are cool with (laughs) you know it's funny you're not you're not able to buy ads you're not able to you know do anything like that so how else do you let people know other than making youtube videos and stuff right? right no 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 because like this is a serious topic the place that i used to work at there was like it was so hard for me to get myself out there and do marketing and put myself in like podcasts newspapers articles and all that stuff you know it was kind of like you had to i don't know like get permission and all this stuff well i remember before our inter- very friendly towards yeah. that I love that Bella and I, we are on the same uh, mental capability, like the same um, vision. We both have the same vision. So lately, I just, I've only been there like a month now, but I've worked with with her before during COVID. And she's very open to media. She's very open to putting us out there and letting the world know um, who we are and what we provide. Da-da-da-da-da. So I've uh, already done like a couple articles with um, Daily Star, 
And we have a really great marketing media dude. Um, he's top notch. Uh, I've done an article with a Daily Star. I've done with Day with a Vital Vegas, and we are talking to um, Nevada Independent, like the newspaper, this week about. Um, so Bella is trying. To, okay. I'm like going off. <laughs> so, you know, our work card, like our uh, sheriff's card to be able yeah. to work as a legal prostitute slash courtesan in Nevada, it says prostitute. So we are right now trying to change the wording of it. Yeah. What do you want to change it to? Well, Bella and us, we are trying to change it from saying prostitute to courtesan because prostitute is just a very degrading word it has like such bad stigma around it and i feel like the business is being more modernized and it's not the 1980s anymore don't refer to me as a prostitute even though like that is a job right but courtesan just sounds more lovely more classy more human not derogatory you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely yeah it does and sound like, like client, very yeah. fancy right and then when a client comes in the house and the girls do a lineup the staff member that introduces us she doesn't say here's all the prostitutes she says here's all the courtesans that would love to meet you and spend time with you right yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to get that word off the sheriff card. Very interesting. Oh, are you still there? Oh, there you go. Sorry, I thought I lost you. Um, yeah. So uh, I wanted no, to just, right I wanted to rewind the tape if you don't mind, because it is nice to hear that you are uh, at a better place, you know, that is more accepting. And um, one of the things you had mentioned before our last interview, and you just alluded to, was that like, well, let me just say what you said before our last interview. You're like, hey, my employer says I can't say anything bad, <laughs> you know? And so uh, I wanted to ask you, like you mentioned before we got on toxic and stuff like that. What did you mean by that? You know, what do you mean my employer? Maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. You said somebody said not to say anything bad or, or something like that. So who like Sage? I think so. Yeah. Cause that's where you were. That's where you were at. Yeah. But maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. I smoke a lot of weed. So <laughs> no, I didn't say that about uh, my current partnership. No, 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 not your current partnership, your former one. Oh, you're my former one. Yeah. Correct. Um, Sorry. I didn't mean to. You know, back then in that place, we were very much not able to speak up. We was not. We were not at all. It was just very, you had no opinion type of place. You had no opinion. You couldn't speak. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like for an instance, when that shooting happened, fuck yeah. it, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. When that shooting happens when that one of our coworkers decided to shoot up the place, which made me feel very unsafe. I don't know how other people are just like, play downgrading it and like playing it down or whatever but to me it was just like 
oh my god <laughs> my workplace is getting shot up like what am i in the in the trap house and how did it go down do you remember you were there yes i was there how did it go there and it was just like you cannot talk to the media you cannot talk about it you know what i don't like this is, i'm I'm exercising my fifth fifth amendment right of freedom of speech. And this was my experience from my personal level. Like it was my experience. This is what I experienced over there. You can't sue me for speaking up and exercising my fifth right. Um yeah, it was just like, do not talk about it. It didn't happen. Don't speak to media, don't speak to nobody about it. And like there's no security, no nothing. You know, it just was scary. Yeah, absolutely yeah. scary. That's crazy. That, and that and brings me, that brings me into like the toxicity that I have uh, had to endure for the last six years. I it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> what sort of things would go on i mean i've heard it described as a college dorm oh my um, god not college more like high school with very immature small-minded girls that's what i would describe it as immature small-minded girls who do not know what they're doing you know i was their top booker for years for six years Six years, <laughs> six years. I was there. It's all booker, um, and I it was not okay with none of the stuff that went on in there. Like, thank God it's over, right? Blessing in disguise, right? But all the stuff that went on in there, I was not okay with any of it. Like, let me give you some examples. Why not? So nice. there was this girl, right? She she's a very popular girl. We're not gonna name no names because I don't I don't care that much to name names. One of the top bookers, you might know who I'm talking about. But there's a girl currently that still works there that they're still hon- holding on to because she makes hmm, top of money, you know who poured milkshake on the other girl's laptop because she didn't want her to talk to her clients because she wanted to fuck up her business. Crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, another instance. Let me give you another example. Uh, Dave, uh, there was this red hat girl. She, she used to make money, right? They got so jealous of her. They went into her room. And so, like, you know, shampoo bottles, they emptied out her shampoo bottle and put Nair in her shampoo bottle. <laughs> a plus for creativity, horrible fucking horrible. Wow. They put Nair in her shampoo to make her lose hair. So did, did she lose hair? Wow. <laughs> so, and, and what other... What are some other things that that you've heard of going on? I mean, I've heard of like drug use and violence, uh, or at least the threat of violence. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. So all of that. Like, that's one of the reasons that I started feeling so uncomfortable in there. There was like 
drug use, like cocaine. And I was like, oh, hold on, like, what are, what are we even doing? Math, girls doing math. I didn't even know what math was until I came to Nevada. Crazy, right? Um, and everybody's an alcoholic. You know, they, they drink themselves to death every night. And it was, for me, it was kind of, um, if you can't beat them, join them right so i did start drinking heavily in that place and i was not okay with that so i was so glad to be gone like i was so glad to get out of there um most of the girls they all of the girls everybody at that place right now we're not gonna name no names because you don't deserve it um every night it was just like at the bar area everybody drinks until they they black out and then be mean to each other start arguments start cattiness and i'm not a, like i don't think like a female you know what i mean so they just do the whole drama talk 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 shit <laughs> i don't really like to talk a lot so yeah i guess i like to talk a lot today but well that's that's what this is for that's the podcast i we we like our guests to talk you know because it's you have such an interesting job and you've been through I don't mean to say what you've been, I mean, what you've been through has been interesting, but I'm sorry to hear what you have been through also, Kiki. So thank you for being so transparent about this because I think it's important for history. You know, And I feel like my, uh, my fans and my followers need to, to know why the reason why I left, you know, I didn't just leave because I'm not good at, I don't like what I do. I don't like, like my job personally, I love my job. I love what I do. I love having sex. I love getting paid for it. But the establishment, I don't have a problem with the owners, the staff, no problem. The girls, I very much didn't, did not care for whatsoever. Um, so that's why it was just not gonna fit. There's like a thousand, you know, like 12, 15 girls who I did not feel like I belonged in the same environment. Like, okay, another reason, another like example, like there was this girl who like had cancer and her voice was um, um, a little deeper. Dude, they fucking bullied this girl out the house. They keep bullying girls out the house, bullying girls out the house, but I know my personality, so I needed to go. <laughs> I really did. It was not, it was not fun. Yeah. And what do you, um, have you heard? Like, like I grown keep... fucking woman, grown ass woman acting like it's high school. Yeah. That's crazy. Stupid. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And it shows that they have a, what's called a scarcity mindset instead of, you know, realizing that, there's enough for everybody, you know, like if they're bullying. There isn't enough out. for everybody. That's the problem. I was their tall booker and I wasn't even trying. Oh. I wasn't even trying. Let me say that again. Like I wasn't even trying. It's a bunch of fucking lazy, lazy, small minded <laughs> girls. Mm -hmm. Instead of marketing, instead of putting themselves themselves out there, they rather just be petty to each other and, and act like fucking childs kids yeah you know 
Like where you have to understand we are in the middle of the desert. We cannot advertise as independent ladies, you know, those like websites like Eros, all those websites for independent girls. We cannot advertise on that. So these girls, instead of advertising, instead of putting themselves out there and like trying to figure out ways and other marketing strategies, they rather sit there and drink themselves to death and argue with each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. What was, I don't mean to bounce around. What was something else I, you told me you had a few things you wanted to specifically talk about. And I feel like I'm, I started jumping around. I want to give you the space. Like that's, what's cool about this podcast. We don't have advertisements to go to, like you can talk. Uh, so yeah. What are some other things you wanted to talk about today? And by the way, I just wanted to show you this picture. This is all I can share right now. In the future, I've got like, I, I'm working on editing this, but check out this picture I took. I thought it was kind of funny. And I think my fans will like this. This is a teaser for you, Kiki, and for my fans. I went to the town that you used to work in. I mentioned this to you already, Kiki, that I went to the Bunny Ranch. Um, Wait, but, did you have like, um, what are Yeah, those? I had a drone. Drone. Yep. So here's the sign for Sagebrush, the Love Ranch, the Kit Kat Ranch, and an adult cabaret. But the reason I like this picture is because there's also a dispensary and mm -hmm. a store where you can buy guns, which I think is funny. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. So I just wanted to share that really quick. Um, that's where you, that's one of those places is where you used to work. We don't have to. We don't even have to name names, like you said. Um, it's not worth it. <laughs> um, but. Um, what are some other things you wanted to talk about? Again, I want to give you the space. Sure. Because um, I have ideas, but I you you mentioned you had specific things, so I wanted to give oh, you space. Oh, like one of my huge issues was not being able to market myself how I see fit. Like I'm an independent contractor, right? I'm an mm -hmm. independent contractor, right? That's what it says on the contract, right? <laughs> right? Um talking but like if i'm an independent contractor i have a i have to be forced or a mandatory 12 hour shift and on the weekend it was 14 hour shifts right i didn't like that either so if you are an independent contractor you should be able to to work whenever you feel like you should be able to um accomplish your contracts within your time frame within your uh, fruition whatever so the 12 hours 14 hours mandatory on the weekend like i understand why they give that to certain girls because certain girls just don't know how to handle their business and they will probably be sleeping all day so i understand why they give it to some girls but i don't feel like it's oh taking a hit <laughs> I don't feel like it's um appropriate for all girls because if you give me a shift you're treating me as an employee so therefore you gotta give me an hourly on top of my commission you know yeah yeah that's that's pretty Legally crazy speaking, I know my laws yeah have, you know I do my research and learn a little bit about everything yeah, that's pretty crazy. It is. It really was 16, uh, six years, six 
16 years. Six years that I worked there, and I dealt with bullshit the whole time, honestly. Yeah. And yeah. I was going to ask, did I've heard some people say that, that, you know, and I know that managers can come and go. So it's hard to, it, it may be, you know, whoever this may have happened to, this person may have come and gone, but I've heard some people say that people will stir up drama that aren't even involved. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Okay. So let me put that out there. I've never had an issue with the, with the owner. Like she was very sweet to me. She was very respectful, treated me very well. Um, the staff members, all of them were sweet, respectful. I never had a problem because I know how to carry myself. And I was only there to make my money legal and get out. I just wanted to go in there, like my little four days, work my shift, make my money legal, which I make a lot of. I do, like I'm their top booker. And I never had an issue with Steph. I really didn't. Like my manager, she was a sweetheart. I really liked my manager. Um, the girls, I just couldn't. I, I couldn't. It got overwhelming. And it was so stressful. Like it was a very, very stressful environment to the point that it was affecting my personal life. And I like to separate my work life is not my personal life. And it was just like, all of it was stressing me out to the point I'll be home and I'm thinking about some some girl, like, why am I thinking about this girl? I have no idea who this girl is. Like, why do, why do I have these girls stressing me out? You know? So there you go, like. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I wanted to ask you about to your point of like going there, it sounds like you've been very successful. And last time we spoke, you mentioned, you know, you've got a, you know, your own house and everything else. But I wanted to ask you about some of the women that come in with your, the goals that you had. I've heard this from some people that like some people come in with the goals that you have, but then maybe they don't do as well. And they describe it as this like vortex of debt. In other words, they come in like focusing on their future and hoping to get future or super rich. But then all I'm of a gonna sudden be so get... rude right now, I'm just going to cut you off right there. I'm going to be so rude right now, but if you cannot make it as a prostitute, you probably should go work somewhere else. Okay. Fair enough. I know. Um, it sounds really rude hey. when you put it that way, <laughs> but yeah. I love that my new establishment, if you cannot make money as a prostitute, as a working girl, as a courtesan companion slash escort, whatever. If you cannot be successful at it, maybe you should go um, follow other um, um, adventures. If you cannot make it, you shouldn't like that. I dealt with that a lot. Like there was so many girls that would come up to me, right? Like at, at the place I used to work at, they would come up to me. How do you make so much money? How yeah. do you get clients? And like, I'm like, how about you cash up me for advice? <laughs> I wanted to say that, but it wasn't sure. trying to be rude. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's an example. Of me? You gotta pay too, baby. Like, you know, I just, if it's not for you, it is not for you. Move on, please. And thank you. And I wish you the best. Yeah. But is it, have you encountered that where girls will get in, in a lot of debt? Yeah, Absolutely. 
hundreds and hundreds. I've been there six years. Do you know how many girls I've seen come in and out, like come in two weeks, three weeks, and they'll go under in debt? Because you owe your doctor, you owe your sheriff's card, you owe room and board $40 a day. And like two weeks, three weeks later, that's that's being in debt, right? If you, you're not good at the job. You know, and it's acceptable. You should accept the fact that it's not for you or this establishment is not for you and move on, make room. Yeah. And that's why another reason why I like my new establishment because uh, the owner and I have the same mindset, you know, we do. So if you are not successful, you got two weeks trial. If you're not successful, you got to go. Um. Yeah, I, so it's it's not for you. Move on. Yeah, can I ask you? You mentioned this happened over like this type of environment was over a span of six years. This kind of toxic caddy is caddy a nice word for it? Environment. Oh yeah, caddy, um, caddy, girly, yeah. fucking gross bullshit. Yeah. What was the final straw for you? Well, the first thing was when my place of work got shot up and it sh okay. like shot up you can yeah, look and again how can day. you tell me about that because like what happened the girl Cause... lost her mind and shot at the place what do you want me to tell you <laughs> well what i here let me ask you this i went to a gas station down the street from the bunny ranch and i i was just asking him i was like because there's a sign right next to it that said bunny ranch and i was like because I hadn't gone to it yet. So I asked him like, oh, is the Bunny Ranch right up the road? And he's like, well, you got to go down a little bit. Then you take a left and go up the road. He's like, you can't miss it. And I was like, cool. And I was like, what do you think about that as a gas station owner? And he's like, well, a lot of the girls come down here. He's like, I don't think anything of it. They're all, you know, they're all pretty, you know, no, nothing really happens. And I was like, I asked him about the shooting. And he said, oh, that was... He's like, oh, that was more than it was. The girl just shot in the air, but you said that she shot up the place. I was just curious, like what? We have happened? no idea. We're not told anything. Oh. You know. Did she shoot at Air Force know. Amy? Or mm -hmm. sorry, did she shoot it? Uh... No, but you know what she did do is throw eggs at Air Force Amy's door. Wow. But yeah. at the same time, that girl is not nice either. Yeah. Yeah, it's you not know, like she was a bully yeah. to Alice. You was an asshole to Alice. Sure. You know? Yeah. She yeah. I, the first time I met Air Force Amy, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's you know, okay. I, I wasn't gonna say names. <laughs> we can stop. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say names, but the first time I met her, we was all in a limo and she was bullying Alice, you know? So it was like mm -hmm. like they're all fucking assholes. Crazy. That's crazy. It so, so what again, sorry, you said the shooting, what was, what I was asking you, what was the final straw? And then I started asking you about the shooting cause you brought it up again and you said, you don't, you're not really clear on what happened there, but you heard, did you hear shots? Is that, can I ask you that? Did you hear like, bam, bam, bam? Like, is were you in your room and like, you know, it's like two different houses. Okay. So, you know, the first house is like across the street and then the other house is across the street. But at the same time, like that could happen in either places. Why is it selling? 
working there. I thought you guys don't hire felons. True. Right? I didn't like, think about you're that. Like, making a big deal, you're given this glamorous uh, vision or image. You're given this, this image. We do not hire felons. Why was a felon there? And why, why was a felon there? <laughs> yeah, I did not even think about that. Because uh, well, whoever somebody right. Well, it talks about that felon. in the news articles that that the person was not supposed to have a gun because they were a felon, and I never thought okay, about the fact. Exactly. I never so, thought about the fact that they weren't supposed to be hired then if they were a felon. That's a good point. You if you're a felon, you wasn't. You're not supposed to be hired. Why was she there if she's a felon? Interesting. So why are you putting out this image of glamorous, beautiful? a classy establishment and you have a felon that 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 could have uh, you know hurted people yeah yeah and so... you do not have security you know i asked about this because there's another house that i worked at and they have security they have like three um guns like license to carry um armed man security at their establishment and i asked about that i was like when that whole thing happened i was like why don't we have security you know why don't we yeah because we need that girls get in a fight all the time you don't know who's a felon you don't know who's carrying you know you do not know so you're you're threatening my safety yeah. Yeah. When I went there, uh, there was the only person that was security was this like short uh, person that if I if I was a violent person could have done I could have gotten through them like there was no security is my point. Now they did. They did ask to search me. Um, Credit to them. You know, I just want to give credit where credit is due. They did like not let me in there without searching me. They searched me thoroughly. Search in your bag? Yeah. Yeah, because if you have a backpack, they usually look in. in yeah, it. I just had a fanny pack. But yeah. Yeah, like, I, I know, like, I used to have a customer, because it's Nevada. Everybody is licensed to carry. And I used to have this, this client who just wouldn't go anywhere without his gun, right? And he would come see me, and we would lock his... um firearms in the office because I felt uncomfortable with him bringing it into my room. Like, I understand that, but it just, it was crazy to me that some felling was shooting up the place and risking everybody's life. Like, we're just trying to make money. Yeah. And everything was so against Yeah. Yeah. Toxic, um, toxic environment. <laughs> was that was the shooting the last straw, or was sorry? Was it just the idea that it could happen there uh, again? I feel like I cut no, you no, off no, no. by asking about details about the shooting. No, it was not the shooting. I'm I'm ready. Like I I make sure that I'm safe at all times. That was not the issue. I didn't like. I just thought it was weird, and was inappropriate, and everything that you just told me was. Not what you offer me. You offer me safety. You, or you tell me there's no felons in here, but therefore there was felons in there. That was not my last straw. I make sure I'm safe at all times. 
but the the last straw was just like I couldn't okay so I was taught booker right I don't really uh, like to socialize with with the girls I don't I like to focus on myself and make my money and go home and it was just like impossible for me to do my job without getting into it with this one getting into it with that one that one the one after her like it was just impossible everybody tries me all the time and it was getting annoying aggravating and a waste of time a total waste of time like I don't want to argue with with working girls all the time that's not what I'm here for I'm here to make my money legal and go home and I mean a lot of money so I was taught booker every time they bring some lost soul some girl who has no idea what the fuck she doing it was like, who, 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 like, it was Kiki. She tries to get my attention. I was having drama on a weekly basis. Literally, I'm, I'm getting into it with, with all of them. Because it's jealousy and pettiness and nastiness every single week. And I got tired of it and I got burnt out of it. And at some point, the money was not even worth it. Because I can make that by myself. I can make that anywhere. Like, you put me in the desert, in the middle of fucking nowhere, I'm still going to make 50000 a month. And I just did. 54000 a month. Wow. <laughs> I didn't make that this month. I don't no, know. Like, I don't like, know if I make that in a year, not, Kiki. I'm very humble. I'm not cocky at all. Like, I'm very humble. But I need to, like... Sometimes you just got to speak up. Yeah. Yeah, no. how it is. I appreciate it. And I, I was just curious, like, what was the last day like? Like, did you, like, were you just like, fuck it, I'm walking out? Or had you already fuck called it, I'm Bella's? walking out. I'm making sure I get fired because I'm not a quitter. I never quit anything. How did you and make I sure thought, you got fired? I did make sure I got fired. Uh, well, actually, it was it was I already had quit like months before. I was just like making sure that, like I said, I have FOMO, and I just made sure that I was no longer there. Cause I got tired of listening. She said, she said, she said, she said, like shut the fuck up, all of you, shut up. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, there was some fucking girl talking like she was telling my customers I did this, this and that and I'm just like and my customers would come back to me and tell me that and I'm just like oh my god this fucking low life street girl like literally a fucking street walker talking to me talking about me like that like annoying as fuck I didn't pay her no mind I still made my money Um, and I just I'm a very peaceful person. I like peace and quiet at all times. Peace and quiet. I don't like to to argue because I take it to the extreme. I don't like girls drama because I could give two fucks less. And it was just consistent. Every every week, I'm saying every week, like every day I wake up to and it was just like you know what fuck it 
I'm out. Like some birds chirping at each other. Seriously. Small-minded people. Extremely small-minded. Small-minded. That's that's all I can describe it as describe it as small-minded. Like I don't speak like this when I'm at work, like when I'm working, but bitch, you should be worried about your money. Why why are you worried about that one, that one, and that one? Like these motherfuckers, these bitches used to make fun. So this girl, beautiful girl, tall, slim, blondie, beautiful hair. She had this beautiful white gown on, like gorgeous white gown. Like I wanted it. I wanted to ask her where it was from. This girl comes out to the parlor and she is fucking gorgeous. She looks like an angel, right? Like literally, if you think of an angel, the, the, the bitch looked like that. These girls bullied her into changing her, her dress because they were so jealous of her. And then they started over there, tweet, 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 tweet. Twitching, oh, she looks like a wedding, um, uh, fucking, what is it called? Like the wedding, what's it called? The doll? Or... No, the, the wife, the groom. Oh. You know, uh, the bride. She looks like a bride. bride. She looks like a bride. And the girl can, can clearly hear them. They were bullying her. The I'm, I'm not talking about like these are 15 years old girls these are like 20 something late 20s 30 years old 40 years old women like grown-ass women they they started chip chapping the girl felt so uncomfortable she went to her room and took off that beautiful gown and came back in something more skimpier and i was just sitting there like that ain't right that's not right yeah that's insane. That is not right any homes, I had to get out of there <laughs> before I catch a charge. Yeah. Yeah. I just wondered, it, like, from for me, I feel like, I'm sorry for prying, but I just wondered if there was, like, a, a rock bottom moment or anything like that. Like, did you have any, like, or was it just seriously, just, it, just that continued chirping like you say was it like a defeat it like i don't know that's how i am there's just like one day where i like get sick and i'm like i can't do this anymore you know exactly what happens to me yeah like it was a long time that i was like i don't want to be here no more i don't want to be around these these weirdos anymore for a long time like for the the whole 2022 the whole 2023 i was just like i don't want to be around these people you know, I want to make my money legal so bad. I want to work legally so I can advertise and not be arrested and not put nothing on my record. I've never been, a, as an adult, I've never been arrested in my life. I do not have a record. I'm a great fucking human being and I want to be part of society and pay my taxes and put my money in the bank. And I was... At least I didn't walk away with nothing. I paid off my home. My car is paid off. Like, you know, I'm very smart. I have high IQ, but the drama was just getting to me. Very much getting to me. Um, I just had bigger goals and fruitions. And I'm working towards retirement. 
I do not need any distraction right now. You know, I'm working towards opening up my laundry mat and I know I can do it. You know, mm-hmm. I just got to keep a clear mind. I'm OCD, by the way. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Let me tell you more about myself. I'm OCD, so I have to only focus on one thing at a time, and I cannot have stress in my life whatsoever mm-hmm. for me to be my best and just work on my goals. Um, so I'm working towards opening a laundromat by the end of this year, which I know I can do. I can obviously, like, I can easily do if I just have a more peaceful environment. So let me tell you. This is why <laughs> I like Bella's. She is a great human being. She does not tolerate bullshit just like I do not. You give one little attitude, uh, be a bully, get out. Not work hard enough, get out. Not be successful, get probably should change, get out, but probably should change uh, your career. Like whatever, yeah. go somewhere where you, can, where you are successful. I just like so many things that she, we, we have the same mindset. We're, we're both going towards the same goal to the same uh, end point, end point. And I like that about her. I met her during COVID, but I came, you know, I went back to, to that place because I just, it was closer for me to be near home and stuff like that but it wasn't worth it yeah yeah well that's very interesting to hear and like i say it's right on par with a lot of the other experiences that i've heard uh talking to different people um you know yeah um what do you what do you think the craziest thing in your six years What's the craziest thing that happened? Obviously, Lamar Odom overdosing is up there at the Love Ranch. But like, what do you think's the craziest thing that's ever happened? And I don't know. Probably I'm just curious. Shooting. I feel like what'd you say? The shooting. Probably yeah. the shooting. Probably a guy was was trying to, you know, force himself on one of the girls. I don't know. I've experienced a lot, but there was nothing too crazy for me honestly like yeah some some do china take off the condom trying to force himself on one of the girls she was very little too and him having to get kicked out naked that that was pretty crazy but there wasn't anything too dramatic you know yeah, nothing like uh, I was reading this book, um, Nye County Brothel Wars. You see this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they burned down a brothel, which is pretty crazy. So nothing that crazy, which right? Which one? The Chicken Ranch. It got burned down before? Yep, it got burned down once. So if you see here, the night the Chicken Ranch burned down, you see that at the top? Hmm. Yeah. This, That's this- crazy. That's what this book is about. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. But you never saw anything that crazy. <laughs> no burning not, down. Not really. It was just 
No, not that crazy. It was just pettiness and any overdoses. I've heard about overdoses. <laughs> okay, so nobody like the six years I was there, nobody died overdosing. But there was, you know what? I kind of give them credit for this one. They usually do not keep the drug users for too long. Um, it kinda there was this girl who who did too much of whatever chemical she's using. I'm very against drugs. I'm very drug free. I'm against drugs. That's who I am as a person. Except weed. Weed you could smoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a drug. <laughs> um, it's a she barricaded herself in her room when she was tweaking out. Um, and they they had to barge into the room and kick her out. There was another girl who overdosed and had a seizure in there. Um, they called the ambulance for her, but fired her. Um, they kind of, like, if you go too extreme, they kind of do get rid of you or end their contract with you, rather. So that was, yeah, there was this girl who I was friendly with. She was a sweetheart. She was just dealing with a lot or whatever and she she did so much and she started having a seizure i guess wow and they had to call the ambulance for her but we never like she, they just took her out of there like the ambulance took her and she never came back they just let her go yeah wow. does, does it take long for the ambulance to get there no. Oh, I didn't know since it's like out in the middle of the desert, you know. It's it's not in the like Carson City is like ten minutes away and oh, it's okay. a little town and there's a hospital in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Well, interesting. Um, so what are some other really good things that 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 you'd like about your new place compared to um, you know, the old place? You mentioned that there's a lot of good things going on there. I like that she actually is more of an independent contractor. She says you work with her rather than work for her, which makes more sense because I'm a businesswoman. I've always been. I was independent for four years with stock market dudes, working the stock market dudes before I came into the brothels. I only came into the brothels because I figured out that I was so good at this. I, I don't know why, <laughs> if that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know, but I'm good at it, but regardless. And I like that she works with me. She is more, the, we're both working towards the same goal. She wants to retire, I wanna retire. So we have something in common to each other. Uh, I'm working oh, towards um, getting a laundry mat, multiple real estates, this, this, and this. Stock market, I wanna, have a bigger amount of stock markets, couple of real estates, a laundromat. That's my goal. Laundromat by the end of this year. Um, she treats you like an independent contractor. You do not have to do all this shifting. It's a 24 hours house for the girls that need the 24 hours. But I work how I would like to work, which is booking my appointments, meeting my 
my clients, doing my running my own business. It's just I'm part of her establishment. And I like that. I like that very much. That's awesome. I did really well uh, last month in like a couple of weeks. I made $54,000 seeing barely that many clients. And I'm so appreciative that my clients followed me to, to further away. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. That shows how good you must be. Um, hey, I'm just I, a sweetheart. I know this this interview has been a lot of negativity. No, <laughs> hey, you know what? Like, I appreciate you call for like listening to me and my like negative energy, but I'm not that type of person. I'm a very positive person. I like good energy and stuff like that. So sorry we had to talk about that, you guys. I'm a very no, and I, my viewers, I think know, uh, especially the ones watching this series, what you just said is not negative. You're being honest. And what you're saying is you want a positive. Somebody got to do it. <laughs> you want a positive working environment. So yeah, somebody's got to do it. Don't, don't apologize for being honest. I wanted to take a moment to ask you an interesting question. Um, I recently read this article, which I think you shared actually. So you, you might be familiar with this as well. Um, love fading. What's become of the notorious love ranch brothel? Apparently this woman or right. Some woman bought this brothel. Um, Janet Jensen. Have you heard of this? No, it's not a woman. It's an organization that's against sex workers that are trying to shut down. But this, no, the surprising part to me is like they spent a million point three per three thousand dollars, a million point three, to to uh, just buy off this this brothel and then shut it down. This is like it's not making sense to me. Are these like uh, non trafficking or whatever they want to call themselves organization? They have one point three million just laying around. Yeah, that's crazy. So they bought out. Yeah, I know. My marketing dude was telling me about it. And he said that, like, the the Love Ranch was sold to them. Um, For them to just shut it back down, I guess. Interesting. Well, and, and I just, the, that's what I was going to ask, because the Love Ranch seemed to be so close to the other two brothels. Like, literally, they were all in, like, a, the same cul-de-sac. So that's what I was going to ask you is, like, that's kind of crazy if somebody that's yeah. anti-sex work bought the... It's an organization. It's a sex trafficking organization that bought it. Interesting. Do you think no, they're going to turn it into like a, a house, like a, they're going to say like a house for the people to leave the brothel and come into that or something like that? Nobody gives a fuck about you. No? <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to say it that way, but no, none hey. of these organizations really care about you like that. They're a nonprofit organization to collect some money. They don't, they don't really help the girls. They do not find you. They do not pay your mortgage. They do not pay your, your car note. They do not pay your phone grocery bills. They do not put food on your table. They just say, oh, sex trafficking organization help girls get out the business. It's all bullshit. <laughs> I am speaking my mind today. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, okay. like I said, you got to be honest, you know, so yeah. 
Well, again, that, what? Isn't what are, my question cold? What's no, up? I really like. I'm I'm really curious because this part I didn't I don't know about. So did the owner? Because the owner of all these four brothels that are up here, she's the same owner for that one too. Why did she sell it to to um an organization organization that she knows is anti trafficking? Did she know about it? Maybe not, but maybe it was just so much money that she needed it. I don't know. But it's not a lot of money. That's that's the point because Dennis sold the uh, Alien Cut House for two million. She only sold it for one point three. Hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. Right. And it's right in that cul-de-sac. Like I said, that's what's crazy to hear about that. No, no, that's no, no. That's why no, I wanted no. to ask this, you about that. No, no, no. This is not in the cul-de-sac. The one in the cul-de-sac is Love Ranch North. This one is down. Oh, South Love Vegas. Ranch South. Yeah. I misunderstood. Thank you. Thank you. Which is That's closer fine. to Vegas. It's a very profitable house. It's like an hour from Vegas. Hmm. It's a very, very profitable house. Like, why would she sell it to an anti-sex trafficking, sex, anti-adult industry organization? I don't know. None of my business, but. Yeah, still, it's, it's an interesting, interesting question. It is. Yeah. Well, what are some other things that that you like about this new place? I want to make sure to give you the opportunity. You you felt you felt like we were being negative. I don't think we were being negative. I think we were being honest. But what are just to be positive? Maybe what are some things that you like about this place compared to you know maybe the other places you worked at? I like uh, having my own. Um, I want to work this time. This is the time I'm gonna take off without being pressured to work without having a two, uh, 12 hours, 14 hours shift. I know how to run my business. I like money. I like a lot of money. Let me run my business how I choose to. I'm an independent contractor. I will make it profitable for both of us. I understand the houses take half of my money, but I, I like bigger numbers. So it's gonna be profitable anyways. I like the sh it's not no shift charged. I mean, no like uh, shift pressured on you. I like that I can come and go as often as I'd like. I like that I can have a life without being there all the time. Like whenever I need a break, I can just leave, which was kind of, you have to put time off, whatever, whatever. I like that she doesn't tolerate bullshit, which these big houses that I've been at the past six years, they're more of quantity rather than quality. You understand? Yeah. So they, they just, it's a big house. They have to have at least, I don't know, 12 to 15 to 20 to 25 girls there at, this, at, at all times, right? Because there's a shit ton of rooms. So they have to fill in the rooms and they will fill in the rooms with whatever trash that they find. No offense, trash, but no offense. <laughs> um, so this, this uh, new establishment that I work at, there's five girls. And I wanna, I just, it's a smaller house, more, like you don't you don't fit in, you're you're being an asshole, you're doing the bully shit, the the none needed energy, get out. Which just happened this month. There was some girl there who just 
was rude as fuck and um, had a really bad attitude and just negative energy. Yeah. She was just like, you gotta go. You know? And it was, it was, yeah, see, boom. There you go. We get that out the way. Now let's get it. Let's get into this money, you know, like let's, let's start advertising, stop marketing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, it sounds like you've always made good money, but I'm curious. I went to the bunny ranch on a Saturday night and it was dead. Like there was like one other guy in there. Um, is that normal or did I go on the wrong night? I, uh, this is why I like to do a lot of social media. And I know you see me, I'm on Twitter, I'm on YouTube, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Reddit, I'm on <laughs> my website. Like I like to do more social media and I don't really rely on walking too much. Oh. I pretty much rely on appointments. So, so walking, it could, it could be there or it could not be there. It's, you know, it's whatever to me, but I rely mostly on appointments. Interesting. But, yeah. It's not usually, um, like quiet, like, um, right now we're averaging like, uh, five walkings, 10 yeah. walkings. But I don't really like walkings. I like to do appointments only. Yeah. Yeah. When I walked in, they asked me if I had an appointment. So that's interesting. So the, maybe there were other girls there that like were just like, nah, I ain't doing lineup tonight. I only do appointments. Maybe they were just like chilling. I guess so. Yeah. Um, I I'm cu curious though. Like, was it different? What's that? Sorry, I was just going to say, I have clients come see me from California, Seattle, the East Coast. I've had clients come see me from Canada. I've had clients come see me from Mexico. Um, I've had clients come from all over. haven't had overseas yet. Oh, actually, I have had England. Um, oh, cool. Interesting. I know, right? I'm like, you guys don't got pussy over there? <laughs> JP. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah. Interesting. Um, what were we just talking about before that? I'm sorry. You were saying that the girls were in their Oh, oh, I meant to ask you, has it always been that slow on walk-ins? Like, like we're walking, like, has it always been that you would do it by appointment or like, did it used to be back in the day? Maybe that like, there was just so many people walking in that like, um, you get what I'm asking? Yeah, I do, but... Like, has it changed? You're talking about, like, how you focus on doing social media and stuff and you don't focus so much on walk-ins. I'm asking you, was there ever a time where walk-ins were, like, the main way that people made money? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you got you to gotta do a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. That makes That's sense. why you have to put yourself out there. That's why I'm doing all these podcasts. I have another podcast after this. Um, oh, cool. I'm, you got to put yourself out there. You cannot rely on walk-ins all the time because like most of the country doesn't even know that we have like legal prostitution in, in Nevada. Like a lot of, a lot of them don't know. 
when I was independent in New York, I uh, did the websites, um, all the websites, you know, Eros, Prefer 411, Trist, Slexa, like that, that was how we did business back then. And we just, you know, post an ad, take beautiful pictures, professional pictures, post, uh, get a little bit of your personality into the, to your bio or whatever. And that was how you did business. You just posted yourself. Um, Bravos, you don't have like, because you do understand we are in the middle of nowhere. We are. We are in the middle of the desert. So you're not going to have like 50 people walking in a day. It's just yeah. not possible. Yeah. You know, it is absolutely not possible. So you have to rely on uh, getting yourself out there. You have to, you know, be all over social medias, be all over articles, newspapers, all of this stuff. And that's what I'm trying to do more of now that I have the freedom. Right, right. To do that because I felt like I was held back. I was held back. So that's what I was going to ask. Why do you think, because those places that you used to go to, I feel like used to believe in what you're doing right now. Why do you think they don't want to do that anymore? No, it was, what do you mean? Never uh, didn't want to do that anymore. It's not no, that I'm saying... they didn't want to do that anymore. Oh. It was, it was more like, they never wanted to. No, I mean, like okay. I, I, I was. So let, told... me, let me give you an example call. Sure. So there's this guy, right? He's very, very popular on, on YouTube, right? And he has a great following on YouTube. And he makes documentaries about, like, forbidden uh, businesses, like escorts, da -da -da -da, stuff like that. It's like Vice. He's really like Vice. Um, and he had wanted to come see me and do a documentary with me at my former place. When I asked, it was like, kind of basically, no, no, you cannot do that. You know? And I really wanted to do that. Yeah. And I was told basically, no. It was like, you have to 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 get this person's permission. You have to wait after election. There was some election bullshit going on. You have to wait after election. I don't give a fuck about election. I'm not political. You know? What, what the fuck does that have to do with me? <laughs> yeah. Some election thing. It was November and I was told no. So I'm like, you made me miss an opportunity. Yeah. Why do you think they don't want to do that? Because I've been told that too. And in fact, I even asked, can I come to the Bunny Ranch and do like a thing? And they said, no, we don't we, we don't want to do that right now. Because they don't want nobody to speak up. Yeah. You think they all feel that way about the environment? Because why do you have to be, why is it such a terrible environment? Why is it such a terrible environment? Why is everybody so depressed? Why is everybody so sad? Why is everybody so toxic all the time? 
Yeah. Why? Are we slaves? Are you, do you guys feel like slaves? Do you guys have some emotion, deep emotional, um, whatchamacallit, like damage for you guys to be that nasty all the time? <laughs> we got too deep, Cole. We got too deep. <laughs> Hey, it's okay. That's what, that's what we do, you know? Um, well, that's so cool that things you're in a place that is better. Um, but that is crazy to hear. And I, and I, that's how I felt like why else? Let me put it this way, Kiki. Do you, No, talk about your experience. Sure. Sure. But I was going to say really quickly, why, else would you um say no unless you had something to hide you know what i mean because when i went there to answer your question about my experience driving up there was there were signs that said free tours no sex required you can drink at the bar i think one of the signs said and that's kind of what i wanted to do i just kind of wanted to drink at the bar and get a tour and just say that I've been there. And so I went to the bar. I went in. They, Like I said, they searched me. There was a lineup. And that was pretty overwhelming, um, to be honest, even though I wasn't actually picking a girl, you know, like, uh, but they made me pick a girl, like, which was, I thought that I was allowed to just go get a drink, but they made me pick a girl. And um, she was nice and everything. Um she didn't want to give me a tour. I asked her if I could get a tour and she's like, yeah, you can get a tour to my bedroom. And I was like, all right. Then this other girl ended up being nice to me and gave me a tour. She was like, yeah, let me go get my shoes. Let me go get a different, you know, change of shoes. And then she took me on a tour and that was basically it. Nobody was there. Um, really there was this one other dude there, like I said, but I think he picked a girl and went back and, did his thing but um yeah i kind of got out of there there was a lot of girls there though i mean too many yeah yeah it was like i said kind of overwhelming when um they walked out and like all said their names so yeah no i'm sorry you experienced that like it's if it's advertised free tours at least give him a tour Yeah, and the other thing that I like, who wants to to go to an establishment with 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 the working girls that are just rude and disrespectful and and just have an attitude? Like, who wants to go there? I was gonna say there was one instance in where she was rude. So, like, I this wasn't on her originally, but it ended up being because I just so let me just so I sat at the bar, got a drink, and um. The bartender was like, all right, it's $6. And I was like, cool. And then he asked the girl what kind of drink she was. And I just figured she was going to have a drink with me, whatever. And mm -hmm. then, so I gave him $6 and he said, I said $12. And I said, you said six. And he said, yeah, six for you, 12 for the round. And I was like, oh, I'm getting her drink. Like he didn't even ask me. He just told me, you know what I mean? And then, so I was like, whatever, you know, whatever, I'll pay $6 so that I can stay in here. I just wanted to kind of experience it, have a beer inside of the Bunny Ranch. 
And then when I ended up kind of revealing to this girl that, you know, I did, I wasn't interested in talking to her about, you know, negotiating or whatever. And I just kind of in pass said, you know, I didn't realize I was buying you a drink. Like I wasn't complaining about it. I wasn't complaining about it. I was just like laughing about it. It was like, haha. I thought she noticed what happened. So I was like, haha, wasn't that so funny how like I only gave him $6, but he said 12. And she was like, yeah, well, you should buy a lady a drink. And I was just like, she was like really rude about it. And I was just like, that's not what I was saying. I was happy to buy you a drink. I didn't complain about buying you a drink. I was just saying, wasn't that funny that I didn't realize I was buying you a drink. And she was so rude about it. But whatever. Gotcha. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah, I don't expect you Damn. to have anything to say about that. <laughs> oh, that's so. funny. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I don't want to. You, you got? Did you get a tour? Did you end up give, getting a tour? Yeah, I got a tour, and it was pretty cool. Um, it was crazy. The horses aren't there anymore, and um, you know, those horses did not belong to the establishment. Oh, belong to the girl. That's no longer there. If oh. she had to walk away from one point two million, you know, shit is fucked. <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah, she walked away. Like, who in their right mind walks away from one point two million? One of her YouTube videos, she said, it's it's a competitive environment. Okay, like competition is competition, but being rude as fuck and disrespectful and your life is is being threatened. Like the failing girl. There was there was this girl I met at, at the my former place, and she was moved there because she felt so unsafe at the the one you went to. She was shoulder checked by the felling girl. Like she was bumped on, on, on her shoulder, like shoulder checked. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why was the person even there? If you can tell they are mentally unstable and aggressive and yeah. threatening, they shouldn't have been there from the get go. And I feel like, I don't know, something got to change. Like, we have to do a mental evaluation before you hire. I'm nobody. Like, I'm just a sex worker just trying to make my money and go home. But I just feel like these establishments, for them to get rid of the toxicity and the, make them a safe environment to work in, they should have a mental evaluation for girls before they hire them. I know it's like just wishing upon a star. It's never going to happen. Yeah. But not, you can't just bring in every trash that you find and expect it to, to, to be like this glamorous butterflies and rainbows kind of environment. Yeah. Have you it ever heard? With, which was what I was expecting. Like, I was expecting glamorous butterflies and rainbows. I do not have to socialize with my the other workers. I do not do two girls because I'm very safe and none of the girls work like I do. Like some girls do risky activities. I don't. And I have been told from the girl's mouth, oh, I offered this for 5,000, a couple thousands extra. Oh, I did this. 
and I don't I do not offer two girls because at the end of the day, my safety is number one priority. Yeah, so are I you saying like they that. offer extra for like no condom or something like that? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. have you ever heard of like car play before? Yeah. Yeah. What does it mean? You're doing it in the car, but you have to book an update for them. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. I thought I thought that that wasn't allowed or something like that. No, you would have to, like you can take out the girls. It's just a couple. Um, like there's thousands minimum to be able to take the girl out the house. But I just felt so uncomfortable, like. When girls telling me they do this, they do that. And I'm just like, that's, at some point, I used to do threesomes, you know? I used to uh, let this girl lick me, let that girl lick me. There was like two of them that did that to me. And then afterwards, she opened up to me and thought we was friendly for her to open up to me and tell me that she offered bullshit. That's when I stopped doing two girls because not, not everybody works how I work. I cannot trust, I cannot trust you or anybody as a matter of fact. So that's why I don't do two girls. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. This is a tell all <laughs> like, yeah, this is it all. <laughs> Yeah, no, and the reason I asked, I wasn't trying to ask you just to be clear for my listeners. Like, I wasn't trying to ask you because I didn't know that that was just called CarPlay. I wasn't asking you that just to ask you if you're familiar. I was told that sometimes customers will ask that in order to, like, take the sale outside of the brothel so that the brothel doesn't have to take half of it or something like oh that. Oh, my God. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. But, oh, my God, no, you have okay. no idea how many girls I've seen steal from the brothel. You have no idea. And you know what's so funny? The funny part to me is six years. This is how I know I'm a good person. I'm, shit, it's a pleasure to fucking have me. Six years, I've never stolen a dime from them. I turned all my tips. And it's, I'm not saying it to brag or just make myself look like an angel. I just wanted all my money to be legal because I had to, I wanted to get my business faster so I can get on with my life. I've never stole from them. I've, I've turned in any, every fucking dime that I've ever made there. Like I would get a $20 tip. Here you go. Give me 10 of it. You know, and you have no idea how many girls I've seen take clients like this girl just a couple of weeks ago before I left some, some girl, like, um, there was a $12,000 client. She's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to see him in California. I'm like, but at the same time, you're taking away from me now. It's not just the brothel. Like when you're not here because she goes, she goes home. Like that client should come here, come back to the establishment. You're not here. That means, you know, like that means he has, I have more opportunities. So it, it took me, I found that so offensive to me as well. Like I hated when the girls would tell me, 
oh, I took this client out. Oh, I took that client out so I don't have to get a cut so I can get all the money. It's like, bitch, you offended me too. Because if you're not here, I, that, that money should be, you know, stay in the house. And I'm in the house. Yeah. So it bothered me too. Like, there's so many girls that steal clients. I never did that because I was trying to get as much legal money as possible. Yeah. Do they ever, are, are you able, do they book, like, do people call and be like, hey, I want a girl to come to Chicago? And do they just run their credit card over the phone or something? Technically, you can only book in Nevada. That's mm. all I'm going to say. Gotcha. I had heard that they that they do that, though. I never seen it. No, never seen it. Just for like maybe friends or whatever. Friends of friends. Like not for everybody. It's not like I could call up and be like, hey, I want a girl to come to Chicago. But like, are you offering 100000 That's what I'm saying. It would be like that's a That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. Are you like, do you have $100,000 on the book? Right. You know? Right. Do then you, you could like... maybe run my card over the phone. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Can I get half? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm I'm joking, but you know, we're not allowed to cross state lines. But you know, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I had heard. So I, yeah, I felt that's what I figured. You know, that you can technically. I've never seen it firsthand. I've never seen it firsthand. I've never experienced it firsthand. Mm -hmm. I heard things. And I pay attention to my environment. I like pick up information, but I've never seen it with my own eyes firsthand. Yeah. Well, hey, I want to thank you for being willing to talk about as much as you were able to were willing to talk about today. It really means a lot to me because, um, like I say, I am a firm supporter of this. And I just think that it sounds like some people aren't doing it the right way. And that's that's why I felt it was important to be honest today, because we both agree this should be a thing. You know, weed should be legal, like you said earlier, and sex work should I be I didn't say that. I oh, said sorry. Is not a, like an aggressive drug. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did say <laughs> that. If weed is legal, so should, should sex work. Honestly, like I have an opinion about that too. Weed is legal. Why can't sex work be legal independently? True. Yeah. And that's actually some of the girl, one of the girls I spoke to, she said she makes more money independently, but again, yeah, but like legal. you said, that's not legal. Yeah. You get arrested. You can't put your, your money in the bank because it's money. Like I want to put 50,000 a month in my bank account. That's money laundering. That's the IRS after you. That's too many issues. Yeah. And I guess that's a good final question. I've heard that, uh, that when you do taxes, did you know that you can file deductions on like the clothes you buy and stuff like that? Yeah. Cool. Like I wanted to make, I wanted to make sure other girls maybe that are listening to this right now knew that too. Cause some girls don't know that. And so how do you do that? Do you like keep a running total of all the, the equipment you purchase basically? I $60,000 in deductibles last year from clothes, from makeup, from uh, toiletries, from cell phone, uh, food that you have to buy at the establishment while you're at work, um, condoms, lubes, toys, sure. all of it is deductible. Yeah, it's all equipment, right? 
just like if, exactly just like if you cut hair and anything else you write that stuff off when you buy you know new equipment so yeah yeah well this this was uh I feel like you were my therapist tonight. I just got it all off my <laughs> chest. But that's just like the the iceberg of it. There's like so much deeper. It goes deep. Well, let's keep in touch. And I hope that, that I can come and meet you in person at, at Bella's Asienda uh, because it sounds like they are cool. Um, and I'm yeah. talking to, yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited. And it's going to be all positive energy, all good, all perfect. I will show you the house without, you can buy me a drink. Yeah. Well, I can choose can to buy a you a drink. <laughs> can I have a glass of wine or champagne? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm too sweetheart. But no, seriously, like you are very welcome. Uh, my work establishment now, I, uh, it's a beautiful house. I would love to tell you all the history behind the house. I've learned a little couple of things and it, it is a bit further. But you'll like it. We yeah. all chill. I'll wear, my I'll wear my cowboy outfit. So. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kiki. Well, Can't hey, wait. thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time on uh, on the show. Before before we go, Kiki wanted to uh, shout out the Twitter again. Hey, let's display it for the people that are watching. And why don't you say it for our listeners? Where they Where can they find you online? So you can follow me on my Twitter at Kiki Lover King. And if you'd like to get to know me in person and speak to me face to face, my email is Kiki Lover Kinky at iCloud.com. Absolutely. And what's your website? Kiki Lover Sweet. There it is. Oh, I was going to say, I, I was about to say, maybe I shouldn't click on that. Something that I can't show on YouTube might pop up. <laughs> no, I just picture of me getting the water because it was a really hot day <laughs> i bet All right, thank you darling yep thank you take care Folks, I hope you found value in this episode of The Cole Memo. I'll come back with more uh, on this if I'm able to, but I just want to let you know that from what I understand, uh, Kiki is no longer in the licensed and legal sex industry within Nevada at all anymore. Um, I talk about that with Bella, her current employer, in an upcoming episode. You can stay tuned for that. It'll be released at thecolememo.com slash sex. So stay tuned for that. And hopefully I can reconnect with Kiki to see why exactly she left. But I will leave you with this. Um, she has made it very clear on her social media uh, that it doesn't seem like she quite enjoyed the legal brothel system. If her posts are still up, you will be able to see what I mean by that. And I might even share some at the end of this podcast visually. Um, I believe I've come across a few that tend to make my point. Um, folks, stay well. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Cole Memo. And please check out the rest of our uh, series on the legal sex industry in Nevada at thecolememo.com slash sex.